Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you today up there in Los Angelinos, California? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So much to get uh, get through. We're going to come at you one, two, three, all the way to 10 right away. But we have some breaking, exciting news. Our own Mr. Frank was <laughs> boots on the ground. We, we teased this last podcast, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. Yep. Our pal Frank was down at Donald J. Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club. Yes. Mar-a-Lago Club, excuse me, on Wednesday for the name of this officially was called the Take Back Congress Candidate Forum. I can't wait to hear all about it. It was very surreal knowing you were there and seeing the pictures of you and all these amazing figures. Frank, I'm so excited that you were there. Give us give us uh, a, a ground eye view of, of what you saw and who, and who you spoke to. Yeah, Dave, it was incredible. Thanks. I'm really excited to share with our audience, you know, kind of some feedback about the, the meeting. It was a two-day summit at Mar-a-Lago. It was effectively, as you said, a, a platform to both uh, generate awareness and financial support for all of the critical Trump-supported races across the United States, both congressional seats and Senate seats. I was part of a, a Southern California delegation of, of patriots that went out there. They've spent two days at Mar-a-Lago. Um, it was nonstop. It was, it was 48 hours nonstop from an evening reception the first day with uh, Senate candidate Adam Laxalt for the great state of Nevada, uh, who has to take out the Democrat uh, there. We have to get back Nevada. We have to get back Georgia, where Herschel Walker is running and up double digits. Herschel Walker was also there. Dave, let me kind of just give you like a really boom, 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 because I know our audience likes this, kind of a quick rundown on the folks I met, and then we can kind of get into some of the stories, (laughs) because there were some colorful inside baseball stories I definitely want to share with our audience at home. So uh, met and had conversations, and these are not just photo op guys, by the way, these were met and had conversations with discussions. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., Ted Cruz, Herschel Walker, Rick Grinnell, whose name may not be a household name to a lot of folks, but he was the former head deputy national uh, intelligence uh, under Trump. Uh, Pam Bondi, as many people might remember Pam Bondi's name, former secretary of state during the Bush v. Gore election. Uh, and she called it for Bush back then, went to the Supreme Court and Supreme Court held the the election up for the Republicans. She's now a major operative in the in the Republican Party. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, obviously related to or connected with uh, Don Jr. <laughs> Adam Laxalt, as I mentioned, running for Senate in Nevada. Check out this lady's name, Dave, Kelly Chewbacca. And yes, you heard Ooh. that correct. Kelly Chewbacca. It is not spelled like the Star Wars character, though. It's spelled Aww. differently. But anyway, she's running for Senate to take out Lisa Murkowski, that wench in Alaska. She apparently, and by the way, she's a firebrand. She's going to win. She's amazing. Lisa Murkowski has recently been censured by the Republican Party. I didn't know that. So she can't run as a Republican. So Kelly Chewbacca, make sure you give her support. We need Alaska for sure. Harriet Hegelman, not a household name yet, Dave, but will be uh, with the likes of Jim Jordan and others. Harriet is going to take out Liz Cheney in Wyoming. So she is our Republican candidate for Wyoming, Dave. Uh, obviously, Cheney has been censured. She can't run as a Republican either. So Harriet Hagelman, another firebrand brand, will take out Cheney there. Uh, check out this, Dave. Roger Stone. Met with Roger Stone, uh, famous behind the scenes, who's, you know. Who's Dude, a legend. Come on. Legend, political, private sector, political operative, you know, 30 jackbooted FBI guys dropped down his door about a year ago. Of course, CNN was there first somehow. 
They got tipped off. Great stories with him. The famous Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio. I actually asked him, Dave, can we criminally prosecute Tony Fauci? He said, maybe. I'm not kidding. He said maybe is the answer. So that was a huge takeaway. Andrew Giuliani, famous name, obviously, son of Rudy Giuliani. Andrew is running for New York governor. He's actually up in the polls. Uh, Great story about him, Dave. We're actually, this might be a little too crazy, but we're in the bathroom. He actually just ended up in the urinal next to me for some reason. Here we go. (laughs) The conversation kind of continued. And he's a really funny guy, Dave. I mean, he's got a great personality. He kind of looked around and he goes, Hey, Frank, is this where all the big dicks come to hang out? Hello. (laughs) Anyway, Andrew's a really funny guy running for Republican governor of New York uh, and a whole host of other sort of secretary of state, you know, nominees for various things. Wisconsin. I met that guy. Incredible guy. Uh, Some Trump, Lindsey Graham stories to share with you. Probably the most compelling that I'll share in a bit is the Herschel Walker story. So when Herschel Walker met Donald Trump, and I'd like a chance to tell our our audience uh, that story in a few minutes. Well, what was very surreal, you know, I'm I'm sitting at home still kind of doing a hybrid work at home thing, right? right. And I'm just about, and then and I knew you were there, right? Yep. And you took the plane before, and all of a sudden you start getting these photos. And, oh, there, <laughs> there's Frank with Don Jr. There's Frank with Herschel Walker. Yeah. There's Frank with Roger Stone, who's like, uh, the, you know, it's like oh, it's like your candid pictures, and they're all smiling and. Yeah. You know, yeah. as if it's just a casual get together. So that was that was so cool. Well, tell me, tell us uh, about that Herschel walk, because that was very inspiring. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was a great uh, story. So he was actually sitting the first night at the table next to me. So we just sort of got up our, our crew and introduced ourselves and had a little conversation with Herschel. And then the next day, and, and by the way, Dave, such a nice guy, right? Just an incredible mm. guy. So kind hearted, big heart talks normally, naturally, obviously not a politician looking to take out a professional Democrat politician, but just a super nice guy Do, goes on the next day on the panel. Cruz is uh, Senator Cruz is interviewing him and he's talking about the first day he's met uh, 45 uh, president, president Donald J. Trump. And, you know, for folks who don't know at home, they've been lifelong friends ever since he was a, a college football player when uh, when he first met him. This is the story I'm going to tell. This is a story he related to the audience. So and actually p- part of the story he related to the audience that, that nobody really has ever heard in history before. When he got nominated for the when he got awarded the Heisman Trophy, Dave, he didn't even know who Heisman was or what it even meant. He didn't even realize the, the magnitude of that award at the time. Mm. So he goes on to tell the story. So apparently an intermediary came up to him after the national playoff game. They just won. Crowd was amazing. Field got cleared. Stadium got cleared. Someone comes up to Herschel and says, uh, Mr. Walker, the businessman named uh, Donald Trump from New York, who's been asking to meet with you, would you mind meeting with him? And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I don't, I have no idea who it is. You know, no problem. I have business now. Sure. Businessman from New York. He said, Herschel Walker says, next thing you know, the Trump helicopter, Dave, comes flying in to the Georgia stadium, lands at midfield on the 50 yard line, doors open. Donald Trump comes walking out. Nice. Now, keep in mind, this is like 20 plus years ago, right? Sure. Uh, I mean, he, you know, so, so Donald Trump comes walking out, shakes hands with uh, Herschel Walker. And Herschel Walker said that he'll never forget the first thing he said to him. He said, you're going places. Don't ever forget that you're going places. And he's always held that very close to him. And ever since, if you sort of just fast forward Dave to today, and I tell this story, by the way, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. You could hear a needle drop. You know, now you have, you know, he said, arguably, I was a black guy who came out of the, the, 
the hood and I played football pretty well, but I didn't know what I was going to do after football. And now I'm running for United States Senator from, from Georgia. You know, he's probably going to win. He's best friends, closest friends with President Donald J. Trump, who probably will be our 47th president. In reality, is our 46th also. And Dave, I just thought it was an amazing story because here you have two guys that at the time didn't quite know what the future held for them. And really, it's incredible what the future is now produced for them. I, I love inspirational, motivational stories like that. And what is special about this is the, uh, you know, Donald Trump has absorbed all the slings and arrows while he was president. And here he comes back just a year later, so pumped up that he gets this, this, uh, they call it a, they called it a Magapalooza, which is pretty funny, <laughs> right. a Magapalooza event. And right. all these candidates that were there are his, you know, his favorites to win in these various elect elections. Right. And what did, didn't you give me the stat? What is his rate of win of, of, of candidates that he's backed just yeah. in his time in office? It's totally. insane, right? Yeah, what no, it's it? insane. So the actual win loss record, Dave, yeah, is 168 that? and two. So, so 170 candidates he's backed. He's 168 and two. Of course, he describes the two as being flukes and explains how he lost. Um, but, you know, look, that's an incredible so bottom line. He puts his name behind the candidate. They are going to win. And Dave, the, the, the names that I didn't mention, people wouldn't even recognize. But I met scores of, of just good folks, Republican, Patriot, MAGA folks who are running for congressional seats and secretaries of state. And by the way, about 20 secretaries of state have Republican Thank nominees That's so who are going to get in. So, so important. important, as we know, yeah. from the election shenanigans of the past right. cycle, right? So get these people in, make sure the vote is true to count, make sure there's no shenanigans and so forth. This is not going to happen to us again. Uh, and uh, trust me, there is a lot going on behind the scenes to make sure that when we take back the House and the Senate in 22, there's a plan. It's being worked on. It's not just going to be like, let's work on the plan once we get in. It's being worked on right now. Give me that little side story. Uh, you saw, you know, Lindsey Graham, who's uh, he's definitely a, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes you kind of like him, yeah. but he's he's pretty much a weasel most of the time. And Correct. then you said you sent me a picture. Yeah. Donald Trump is talking to Lindsey, very kind of anim, a lot of animation yeah. like behind the scenes. Just them two. Yeah. What was that about? Yeah, great. I'll share that story. I obviously I didn't put that picture up on social for obvious reasons, but uh, yeah, that would have been Lindsay's in trouble. Come on, out of respect too. Yeah. yeah, look, Lindsey Graham, as we all know, he's the Republican that we kind of love and hate at the same time. He's a solid R. Most ninety nine percent of the time, he's a, a boat we can count on. But look, and he made no bones about it, even when he was talking overtly on his panel. You know, he's like, you know, forty five, and I don't get along on every issue, and there are mm -hmm. some things we don't see eye to eye on. Um, but here's the yeah, here's the inside baseball story. So Trump had just given his welcome address to the evening reception on the Wednesday. That was the big tent event. Um, and he's calling out a lot of folks in the audience, you know, thumbs up. Hey, how you doing? X, Y, Z, as he usually does. And he called out for he called out for Lindsey Graham. Send Senator Graham, Senator Graham out there. Anybody say Lindsey, Lindsey, are you on? Nothing. Lindsay? Lin nothing, dude, nothing. nothing. Right. He wasn't there. <laughs> and every other person he called on was there. So that in and of itself is an issue. If the Senate, if the president's going to call on you, make sure you're in the audience. Just as you know, a little little heads up in case it ever happens, Dave. So anyway, speech ends, dinner's over. Uh, he walks out. I happen to be, I walk towards the back following the kind of the crew and the Secret Service then stops us right by the the uh, sort of the exit to from the ballroom and then, then up to his, uh, the, uh, you know, the owner's area, his area, personal private area. What I, what people didn't see, and I, shot this 
was then Lindsey Graham walking the other way. And it was just him and Trump. And they Ooh. kind of met uh, under this pergola and like on a walkway. And it was just the two of them. And I snapped a few pics. And all you could see, Dave, was like just Trump waving his finger at him. Like, you mother, what were you? How come you weren't there? What's going on? What are you doing? And then he just sort of threw his hands up and he just walked away. That Trump, that is. So, you know, look, a, kind of a, like you said, Dave, kind of a guy that uh, is an annoyance, uh, but we kind of need him and we can't primary him out. So we got to figure out how to deal with them. Um, I did see some highlights uh, on TV. You know, they had it on uh, Real mm. America's Voice. So it was oh, pretty yeah. cool. They, they, they kind of dropped in and out. But I would say that, uh, well, there's a couple of people that I was more, more impressed that I didn't had never heard speak in that. And you mentioned her before, Kelly Chewbacca. Yes. Who's going to take down Lisa Murkowski in Alaska. Yes. Not only very attractive, she's got like five kids. Amazing. And, exactly. And, yep. and, and she's a, you know, she is um, well-spoken yep. and a, an attractive candidate in more ways than one. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to stomp uh, yep. Murkowski in that hundred percent. No, she and, totally will. And was Carrie Lake there? The she's running for governor. She was not. No, she showed up at CPAC. The, CPAC? Uh, and we're going to talk about that later. But uh, she showed up at CPAC later. But she was not at this particular event. Okay, well, awesome. Well, were there any other like was it, was there a Roger Stone moment you could share? Was there any other? Uh, <laughs> I, I well, I mean, Roger was Stone too, just a hello and goodbye kind of thing. I, yeah, that was fairly quick. I mean, I basically thanked him for you know his patriotism and his service to our country. He's now obviously raising a fund to try to defend himself from a continued onslaught oh, of the administrative yeah. state who are trying to sue him into oblivion and the bankruptcy. So he's raising money for that. But uh, I guess the one story I can share, Dave, about Roger is that I asked him, and you could predict the answer, really. I said, what was it like when in the middle of the night, you and your wife were awakened to 30 FBI agents in full tactical stormtrooper mm-hmm. gear, breaking down your doors and arresting you for effectively nothing and and there's never been any charges there's never been nothing's ever come of that right i said what was what was going through your mind at that moment in your house and he said i just feared for my life and the lives of my family and dave this is this is where we're living right now dave this this was the fbi okay (laughs) these are supposed to be the good guys uh and you know look obviously he was caught in the middle of a political firestorm um you know, anything is very closely associated with with MAGA and Trump was was being taken down yeah. under the direction of Comey and Clapper and Brennan and the whole the whole traitorous crew. And uh, it was just a shame. It was really a shame to hear that answer. But honestly, it's the truth. And yeah. uh, sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, he's been through the ringer, but he's a tough guy. And he's, tough he's guy. Seen, he talk about somebody who has seen it all. Right. Tough so I just done. And before hey, we uh, before we okay, go on to CPAC, uh, I'm going on to CPAC. No, no, no. no. I I quick, more. Yeah, okay, just, no, no more stories on 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 Malago, but just a super quick shout out to my San Diego posse who joined us. I'm not going to use any last names, but just to a few of my key uh, friends who are now friends: uh, Tony, Andy, Kathy, Jeanette, Carlos, and and on and on it goes. Pam, I'm sure they're listening to the show, but. Uh, you know, great group of folks, great, great group of patriots. And, uh, you know, oftentimes we ask ourselves, you know, hey, what can we do today to make the country better? It's like, wake up every single day, ask yourself, what can we do to defend American values, make America great again, again, again. <laughs> um, hey, just one last real quick thing. I will yeah. likely never get to Mar-a-Lago, maybe down the road. Give me a, give, give us, give the audience a 20 second 
like walking through that place, how impressive the, that the place looked. You've been there, I think, a couple of times. Give us an, a, yeah. a, a ballpark uh, view of that. Yeah, for sure. I did post some pictures of the property in general, which is obviously it's public. So that's a private property, but you know, you can take pictures and post. So uh, it's incredible, Dave. I mean, look, this, the history of this property, Donald Trump, you know, talk about an astute businessman, bought this from Mary Mar- Marjorie, Marjorie Mayweather, Mayweather Post. Hmm. Uh, who was the famous socialite back in the day for $6 million out of bankruptcy, this entire compound, which borders both the Intracoastal Waterway in Palm Beach and the the Atlantic Ocean. So it's got, it's a double fronted property. It's it's a dozen, dozens of acres, uh, massive compound. Dave, the most amazing thing to describe for you is basically when Trump and all of his guests are, think of it like being in a giant living room, Dave, with all your friends. He's basically at a table in the center with whoever he decides to have dinner with, usually his son or friend, whatever, uh, close associates. And around him are all of just people like me, like uh, people who, who, who are, you know, should there and sponsors and supporters and whatever donors. Um, and he's holding court, Dave. He's holding court with about 150 of his greatest friends. Here's a little inside uh, baseball story, by the way. That's fun. I saw this kind of iPad-like device sitting in front of him, and I thought, "What? I didn't. I didn't think he used email or anything." And which, by the way, he doesn't. He never uses email at all. Um, so no records of anything like that. Uh, but I thought, well, what's he doing with the computer in front of him? So, Dave, there was there was this amazing music playing overhead in the in the outdoor restaurant area dining area the entire time he's hand picking the songs dave every single piece of music whether it was pavarotti the 1812 overture he i mean he, he was so tuned in to what people wanted to hear while we were sitting there it was incredible so i just thought that's a kind of a cool story to Very share cool. you, you might think well a bit of a control freak but you know what the music was great and he wants yeah. he wants to make sure the table is set properly hey he's man he's he comes from an entertainment background as well he's, he's sure. very he's very exactly. into to the vibe and what what's exactly. going on so exactly. that's awesome i love it and if you if you only would have got some doobie brothers in there we would have been even more uh more happy <laughs> right, right so check this out so uh he has we have this fantastic thing florida what a week florida just had so they have the super pack that you went to then literally right. the next day thursday friday saturday the conservative political action conference happened in, yeah. up in orlando which is right. so everybody just drove, drove their car yeah, about four 40, hours down the turnpike basically a couple yeah. hours up the road yeah. and they were and that got going and i saw a lot of that that was amazing and i didn't realize for, uh, a few highlights in the place yeah you know that's been going on since like the late 70s i didn't, know I didn't realize cpac was that you know, that's, that's that heritage going back. Right. Cause even Ronald Reagan was there in like 82, 83. Sure. Um, so and I thought uh, Donald Trump's speech was excellent. Most people uh, or many people are already saying it was his best speech ever. Yep. Um, and of course he won the straw poll. They always have, Oh, the straw poll at the end, who's on top. He actually <laughs> sure. gained from last year. No so he's, way. At six, he's at 60%. Wow. Up four points from 2021. Wow. Um, I, 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 once again, just, I loved how everybody has moved up the road, gave more speeches. Um, and I, I thought it was another great event and just great energy in the room. Really yeah. great energy. Yeah, I think it's great, Dave. Thanks for those highlights. And like you said, a lot of the crew that was at my thing went up to up the Pike Turnpike to Orlando for that event. And look, I, the thing that I just think is incredible about watching all these highlights, and by the way, it looks like Trump teed up his run for the presidency. He didn't quite declare, but it looks like he did tee up something in his speech. Uh, what's clear to me, Dave, is that we are now transcending what I call the Great Awakening. 
right? There's the other side, which is totally woke. There's our side. I think more and more and more people, I can feel it, Dave, really in the community are awakening to what is happening. Even the normies, even the people like yeah. the salty cracker calls them the normies, the people in the middle, they're not that political. They just want to do their thing. They are waking up to the tyranny of the left. What is happening? The administrative state, this illegitimate puppet president uh, and what's happening. And you can feel the energy building. If the election was tomorrow, Dave, it would be a wipeout. Uh, it's in eight months, which is a long time. But I feel, I think we have a lot of good time to build. I love the, uh, I guess it was kind of a, the, I don't know what you call it. The, uh, the, the quote unquote name of the event was awake, not woke. I love that <laughs> phrase. And I yeah. saw that in held headlines everywhere on the yeah. watching the CPAC. Let me give you just one great line that Trump Shoot. came up with. I, I, first of all, I loved how he called out Zuckerberg that, man, when I was president, Zuckerberg used to come to the White House all the time trying to kiss my ass. You I know? saw and, that. That was great. I, yeah. I love that because yeah. Donald Trump calls it the way it is. Yeah. But basically, he summed it up. And this is the way every Republican candidate can take any one of these issues. And yeah. it's really too bad that there's not more that actually just take one. You don't have to take all five of these that, right. that you know, just take one and run with it. Yet how few Marjorie Taylor Greene's one of the few that's really running with, with these strong issues. He's saying big tech is going to censor you. The deep state is going to spy on you. The intelligence agencies are going to frame you and the media is going to slander you. Wow. Awesome. They do all that while they're the ones defending democracy in their eyes which is a bunch of baloney and then he at right. the very line he says it's all a bunch of bullshit right, <laughs> right. <laughs> i saw that i did see that part yeah that's great oh man i just saw everyone it's all i think it's actually on youtube maybe they haven't taken this down it'll yet. be down soon it'll be it'll down be soon. down soon but it watch violates community so. violates community standards dave you know that yeah. <laughs> yeah heaven forbid so anyway leading into march before you know it november is going to be here i think we're in great shape frank Awesome. Fantastic, Dave. Great to see you. Glad we had a chance to talk about the, the trip, CPAC, Mar-a-Lago. On we are to success in November. Folks, make sure to check out our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're everywhere out there. Also on social media. We love Getter. That's our favorite place. Getter is the Twitter killer, everybody. Make sure to get out there and get on Getter and get rid of your Twitter and Facebook accounts. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side. <laughs>